We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to a special Tuesday edition of Inside the Huddle. I'm your host, Sammy Jacobs. Uh, TJ is on vacation, uh, so hopefully he's enjoying his time uh, away from uh, work. And uh, we're here to talk about IU football. Matt Weaver from Pigs.com is going to join us right now. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, we had some some news come out of uh, Bloomington yesterday on the football side. Uh, we have Wesley Green, a, a transfer from uh, South Carolina, uh, pledged his commitment to IU and will be joining the team and be eligible for uh, the 2016 season. Matt, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Wesley, why he uh, left South Carolina and what he brings to Indiana? Well, as far as the details, for his depart, or as far, with his departure, um, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of vague. I mean, it was basically a statement where they said that um, him and South Carolina said they mutually agreed to part ways. I think there was an off the field uh, issue, um, uh, him and maybe a small amount of marijuana. Um, don't know all the details on that, but um, you know, so um, I don't, from everything that we've read, I don't think he's a bad kid. Maybe he made a mistake. I mean, you know, stuff happens. Um, big time player. I mean, Indiana recruited him out of high school. He was, uh, on our site rivals. He was a four star, um, I think ranked like 208 in the nation overall. Um, so a top 250 player, um, I had offers from basically everybody across the country. Who's who of college football programs, uh, ended up narrowing it down, I think to like South Carolina, Georgia, and I want to say Ole Miss and, and obviously picked South Carolina and was, uh, you know, in the two deep on their depth chart coming out of spring ball. So, Sound like he had a pretty good, um, you know, uh, freshman year. He redshirted last year, and like you said, he'll have to sit out this season. But he'll have three years to play three um, starting next year, and it's basically kind of like um, picking up uh, a really, really good JUCO player, um, you know, but who will be a part of your team this fall. So um, it's a really good get. Um, it, it's kind of interesting, you know. We've, um, you know, the, the secondary this year is a little bit of a concern, but. Now you had uh, Wesley Green, you had Jamie Thompson, he'll be coming in next year, and then Ashawn Riggins, who's committed. And the corner the corner uh, and DB uh, group next year could be go from kind of a unknown or kind of a concern to maybe one of the, the bigger strengths on the team. Right, and it it's, uh, kind of takes a, a blow that he has to sit out a year because of the transfer rules. But speaking on these, these cornerbacks and the secondary on this team, who is – you know, stood out in the last couple of days. I know Big Ten Network just uh, tweeted out uh, something that, that Fant wasn't running with the ones. Um, how do you think this secondary uh, for this year uh, shapes up? 
Well, I mean, I think it's right now, I think they're still kind of trying to figure that out. I mean, the one constant that seems to be from spring ball and then the first, you know, two, two and a half, three weeks of fall camp is, you know, Ben Balk, the uh, the former walk-on, has kind of been the one the one guy who's been a constant, at least up there at the top of the depth chart. So um, it seems like the staff seemed, uh, appears to really like him. I saw that tweet, too, um, from, I think it was Tom Deanhart. Um, you know, it's good to see Padmore up there because when I was there last week, he, he did not appear to be in the two deep. Now, it's kind of hard to tell because they rotate guys. You know how that is at practice. So sometimes it's kind of hard to tell. But, um, you know, I've, I've said on our board that, to me, Fant and Padmore are the keys to the to the corners uh, this fall because they're, they're the returning guys. They, you know, Padmore has yet to play on the defense. I mean, he's played a little bit maybe on special teams. But they've been here. This is their third year in the program. And you need your veteran players to be contributors. I mean, it's you can't keep playing freshmen every year. I mean, you're going to play some here and there, but it's hard to rely on a bunch of freshmen, especially at a spot like corner. So it'd be it would be great to see those guys really going into the season playing well and and up there in the top two or three. You're going to play. He mentioned their top three corners. You're going to, in today's day and age, you're going to play three corners with all the spread offenses and teams going to four and five wideouts. So. Uh, the fact that Fant's up there tells me, I mean, you know, technically it may not be first team, but he's up there with the, working with the first team. Um, so that, that to me is good to see. And then, you know, hopefully these freshmen, Devontae Williams, Tyler Green, Andre Brown, you know, they can continue to come along and, and, and get experience uh, because they have all three have big-time ability. It's just they just they're, – they're, they're brand new. They, they're learning the position and they're learning what it takes to play at this level. But – you know, there's potential, um, but to me that's the big question mark for this season is the secondary. Yeah, the secondary is definitely going to be a concern, and I can see they do rotate a lot in practice. And I can see even that those first two two games they rotate in, you know, five, six, seven, eight guys uh, just to get them game reps. And, you know, everybody says that the college game is so much faster than high school, and they have the big matchup against the powerful Western Kentucky team in week three. So those game reps in week one and week two become that much more important. Uh, Matt, we're going to switch the offensive side of the ball. Uh, wide receiver is also a concern for IU. Uh, they struggled last year, partly uh, due to inexperience, partly due to uh, losing Nate Sudfeld at, at uh, quarterback. Uh who has stepped up? I know you know it was weird not hearing Don Booth's name uh, in Kevin Wilson's press conference the other day. Uh, so who who's stepping up to to be the ones and twos uh, across the wide receiving core? Well, even before he said it yesterday, I mean he mentioned Ricky Jones and Simi Cobbs, and those are the two guys that when I've been at practice that I've noticed. Now, obviously, um, <clears throat> you know Simi Cobbs played last year, and really towards the last, last half of the season he kind of struggled, really struggled with drops. I mean, when you watch him, uh, you know, he, he's got everything you're looking for. He's a big, uh, tall, long, athletic guy. Um, and he, he's shown, he has shown the ability to, to, to uh, you know, to make some catches, make some tough catches. So, to me, it's, that's probably kind of just a maturity and kind of a concentration issue that will come as he, as he, you know, gets older and, and matures as a player. Um, Ricky Jones is finally healthy. I think that's the biggest thing with him. You know, talking with one of the staff members at practice, you know, his, he was he came in and he was they they were so excited about him. His true freshman year, he played his, in the first game, and then the week after the first game, he broke his ankle or broke his foot. I can't remember the exact injury, but and that and then he just had multiple injuries um, to to that foot or ankle since then. And now he's finally healthy and he's showing what he can do, and he's having a good camp. Um, you know, in the slot, you, you you got a couple of former walk-ons and Mitchell Page and and, um, and Damon Graham guys who've been around. 
you know, not going to probably wow people with their with their athleticism or their speed, but steady guys who, you know, know the offense and, and you know, hopefully when the ball comes their way, they make a play. And then, you know, Nick Westbrook looks like a guy who's going to be a really good player. I know the staff really likes him. Leon Thornton's another guy they like, um, and he looks he looks um, really good as well. And I think you also see Jordan Fuchs and Anthony Corsaro used kind of in that slot receiver role, which gives um, Indiana, you know, a nice matchup against – uh, opposing DBs or linebackers, whoever that is, they put out there to, to try to cover them. So, I, to me, wide receiver is a concern. It's it's a it's a smaller concern for me than than DB, just because um, there's more numbers there, and you also have some guys who do have some game experience. And plus, I just I think it's easier for a, a new guy to come in and play on offense at, at receiver than it is to come in, <clears throat> excuse me than, than it is to play on defense as a freshman. But um, these guys are going to have to catch up quick because, you know, the passing game has got to improve this year. There's no doubt about that. That's, that's you know, that's an easy thing to say. It's, it's got to be better. And I think with Nate healthy, um, you know, uh, it, it will be, but will it be to the level they need it to be? I, you know, that's that kind of remains to be seen, and we'll, we'll, we'll find out early. Well, also, uh, the running game, uh, they lose Tevin Coleman. Um, you know, the passing game is that much more important, but how, how is Jordan Howard and, and Devine Redding and the rest of those running backs, um, you know, it looks like, you know, being down at practice, it looks like Devine's got most of the reps, uh, but it looks like they're going to go, you know, three or four running backs uh, during a game. How, how have they looked in the last, you know, couple days? Oh, I, 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 think the, I think the running back group is a good group. I mean, there's no – you know, there's no Tevin Coleman, but I mean that. You know, that there's there's a bunch of teams across the country who don't have a Tevin Coleman. I mean, you know, he was a special, special talent and and, and a special player, and, and guys like that don't come along, you know, all the time. So, but they've got a good group. I, I said this, and, and Coach McCullough, you know, said this um, when I talked to him last week that he thinks this is his best group he's had here, and I think top to bottom it is. And even, even without there not being a Tevin Coleman, I think there's better depth. Um, from top to bottom, there's four or five guys that you could make a, a case for to be, um, you know, one of the top two running backs. Um, you know, I think this year, whoever the starter is to me is kind of, I mean, you know, I know fans get caught up in that, but I think it's going to be a lot uh, more evenly split as far as carries. You know, last year Kevin got, you know, I don't know the percentage, but you probably say two-thirds of the carries um, most games. And this year I think it will be more of a 50-50 split or, you know, if there's a third guy, um, you know, he'll get a little bit of it too. But, I, you know, I think Howard, Jordan Howard um, is going to be good. I think he was a, a tad heavy coming into camp. Um, but, you know, there was a tweet today from one of the Big Ten guys. I think it was Dean Hart said he, uh, he's looking good at practice. And when I've seen him, he looks good. Divine Redding is um, at a very good fall camp. Um, his one bugaboo is a tendency to put the ball on the turf, which, you know, obviously is a big, big no-no. You can't have turnovers because, uh, especially with Indiana, your margin of error is thin. Um, you can't you can't give the ball up, um, especially if you're you know going in for a score or you're moving the ball. It's you can't shoot yourself in the foot. And then Ricky Brookins is a guy that really intrigues me. He had a great spring. Um, uh, you know you saw him out there. He's a slashing guy. He's a walk on. You know not didn't have a big name coming out of high school from Terre Haute, but he um, he really runs hard. He's got some some good athleticism, some good quickness, and I think he's going to be a nice kind of change of pace guy. Um, he's similar to Divine um, as far as his running style, um, so but a little different. So it'd be a nice change of pace from um, those two, from uh, Divine and Jordan Howard, it, when they use Ricky Brookins. And then Alex Rodriguez is a big thumper. Um, Tommy Mister is another guy who's who I think it looks good. He looks like the Tommy Mister coming out of high school. So 
they've got they've got it's going to be getting carries is going to be tough. It's it's going to be competitive all year long at at that position. Yeah, I agree, and and yeah, you could see them using four or five uh, guys just keep guys fresh, especially with the tempo offense and going against you know some of these road graders or you know defensive lines uh, in the Big Ten. You know, fresh legs always help. So having the ability to go four or five deep is very important. Well, Matt, thanks for jumping on with us uh, quickly today. Uh, Always great talking uh, football with you. Uh, Tell the folks uh, where we can follow you on Twitter and and read your stuff. Um, Well, I'm I'm, I'm Peegs.com, P-E-E-G-S.com. And my Twitter handle is, uh, you know what, I don't even know it offhand. I apologize. I think it's (laughs) MB underscore Weaver. Yeah, it's at MB underscore Weaver. I should probably memorize that. Um, and so you can, uh, that's where you can follow me on Twitter, um, you know, and uh, love to have people come by the site and check us out. All right. Thanks, Matt. Enjoy the rest of your uh, Tuesday morning, and uh, we'll see you uh, later in the week. Okay. Thanks for having me on. All right. You're welcome. Well, that just about does it for this special edition of uh, Inside the Huddle. Uh, our next show will be a uh, game uh, game preview. We'll have our first uh, you know preview of Southern Illinois. Uh, we'll get into it. We have reached out to a couple of the Southern Illinois writers to learn a little bit more about their program, and we're closing in on on game week. Uh, we have eleven days until kickoff, and other than that, you know, keep coming back to HoosierHuddle.com. We have content every day we're starting to to pump out our our positional previews Uh, we'll have a southern illinois preview coming out here shortly uh and just keep coming back we have new content every day and uh, we will keep you happy until football season Uh, anyway uh have a great day hoosier nation uh keep up the spirits and uh you can follow us on at hoosier underscore huddle uh it's hoosierhuddle.com we're on facebook and uh Come by, stop by. Uh, we'd love to chat with you. Uh, we have had some great comments recently on the site. So uh, don't be shy. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and have a great day. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. 
How a Broom Almost Killed Curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 